black people walk through this country with a certain type of anxiety that you really probably cannot fathom or understand. And I'll bring you to this point. Earlier, back in the day, I want to say maybe a few years ago when the Trayvon Martin situation was happening, I remember bringing myself to a point to express that, you know, I still have this feeling today that even as a black man, there's a target on me. I feel it. I see it. I recognize it. Now, I don't know if it's the empath in me or if it's the black man who can call out the shit when I see it, but I'm a gay black man who happens to be flamboyant and feminine and can express femininity. So trust me when I tell you I have been set apart (laughs) for a very long time. So I understand oppression and I understand segregation and I understand it in ways that many probably can't comprehend, fathom, or think that it's possible to experience it. You know what I'm saying? And and, and as odd as it is, and maybe a lot of you can, can attest to this, when you're traveling and other black people nod at you when the area you're traveling in is predominantly white, that speaks volume to me. Because for me, that's more than just a head nod. For me, I am recognizing that people are also connecting with other people that they feel are in the same category as them. Like black people are connecting with other black people to ensure, hey, we see you. Hey, there's a level of safety there. There's a level of, hey, there's other black people here. Okay, maybe I can, maybe I can be calm. Because I'll tell you the other day we went to, I went to Catalina Island, which is predominantly white and Hispanic, predominantly. I think I may be seeing maybe a handful of black couples or maybe black people in general. And there's a difference in the way that black people are treated. There's a difference in the way that black people connect and that black people communicate when they, you know, come across one another, when the atmosphere that they are in is predominantly white. And a lot of people don't really understand that. But to me, that speaks volume. That speaks safety. That speaks security. It speaks that, okay, maybe we're going to be okay. That's what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, and what I'm receiving when I'm having these types of interactions. And it's it's real. And it's something that I don't want to be present. I want people to be able to just, you know, nod their head and acknowledge with saying, hello, good morning, and keep it simple. Not, hello, are we all okay to be here? It, it, it's more, I'm, I'm listening to what their eyes are telling me as well. And it may not resonate with you and speak volumes, but to me, that is a level of trauma that I am wanting so badly to heal. And I'm wanting so badly to not be a part of the way that we communicate with one another, to speak in the language of trauma. And why do I know the language of trauma so well? Why am I fluent? Why am I fluent in the language of trauma? Why? These are real things that we are dealing with and we are experiencing. And I feel as a community, we got to get together and keep having these conversations. Hit me up. Instagram, Twitter, MadKeem, M-A-A-D-K-W-M, 562-306-4559. Let's keep the conversation going.